welcome to Creepy Cutie. Welcome. I'm Rogue. My name's Kitty. I forgot about the intro again. Isn't this the intro? Yeah. Are we doing like a professional scripted one or are we just winging it? I thought we were winging it. Always winging it. I just immediately, as soon as you're like, welcome, blank, gone. My customer service voice could be good. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, But yeah, so we're going to bring you some crazy tales today. I'm going to bring you the Mandela effect. Which I'm sure we'll switch back and forth. Mandela, Mandela, Mandela. Not Mandela, (laughs) Mandela. do it and and you oh i didn't know we were doing (laughs) both of the stories at the beginning i'm we're gonna be talking about a uh creepy jersey town but uh further no same area i immediately forgot where my town was um but it is a conspiracy theory of the ong's hat in jersey that's near pine barrens road trip like the Jersey like Devil. Away or something. No, 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 oh. it's Pine Barrens. Let's go. Yeah, yeah enough. Uh, to... when, when the weather's nicer. And not a nor'easter. So. You want to start us off? Yes, I can do that. So today I want to bring everyone the Mandela effect. I even wrote Mandela in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized the Mandela effect. The Mandela. So Most people do know what the Mandela effect is, either from example or whatever, but most people don't realize it is actually a very recent term that came to be. Most people know what the Mandela effect is. It's basically where a large mass of people remember or believe a certain event that did not occur. So it originated, at least the term, the situation, not really, like, it is a phenomenon that's existed for a real long time, but it was actually coined as a term in 2009. Oh, wow. We graduated. Okay. So that's real recent. Yeah. Because we're not that old. No. Um, it explains also but, why we didn't hear about it in high school. Yes. I feel like we've heard about situations of it, but never it was never given a name. Yeah. But Fiona Broom is the one who coined the term. Um, after she discovered a large number of people who believed that Nelson, yeah, Nelson Mandela, not Mandela, like I wrote in my notes, Mandela, was alive. But most people believed he died in the 80s, which I have actually heard that. I didn't actually realize he was alive at the time, but whatever. Um, yeah, hmm. so everyone believed he died in the 80s everyone remembers like being on the news that there being articles magazines like all kinds of stuff but he was alive right (laughs) and then uh he actually did die though in 2013 so like he's not currently alive but at the time in 2009 she was just going through like what is this phenomenon that happened where all these people like large people everyone just remembered an announcement on the news of him dying and they were just like wait he's not actually dead so uh she created a website where she detailed the phenomenon uh, after she went to a conference talking to other people and about how she remembered the tragic death of the former south african president nelson mandela who died in prison in the 80s 
But since he did not die in the 80s, even though Broom and many other memories remember... Rememories. Yes, that's a word. Memories remember that he did die when he didn't. That's confusing. Right. Um, so with everyone remembering this, even remembering there being news coverage that never existed, like there's no proof that this had ever happened. Uh, people even remember a speech from his widow. But again, never happened. So Broom, with the shock that so many people remembered this false memory, began to discuss the Mandela effect and incidences like it. So I don't really have too much on what it exactly is, but false memories do exist. So a lot of people believe that a false memory is created either from hysteria, rumors that just go out of control, which we all know that happens. Mm-hmm. And even situations like misleading post-event information, priming where people, um, I'm trying to think of how to say it, where people ask questions. That prompting. To, like they're leading. It's yeah. priming, yes. Prompting, priming, all things. And then another one is actually uh, alternate realities. So there is actually a theory that originates in the quantum physics that has nothing to do with uh, anything I just was talking about. But science believes that there is an explanation that can relate to this rather than a one-time event is an alternate reality or universes where events happen and the mixing of the two timelines actually coincide. That's why we have some people who remember one thing and then others who remember something else. Different timelines. Yes. That's funny that... I picked the story that I picked because mine also has to do with time travel and like interdimensional. <laughs> this was not planned. No, actually, surprisingly not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what she was doing today. I asked her today. I was like, hey, what you doing? So I can post things on Instagram. So uh, basically what it is, a large amount of people will remember something that never happened. Sometimes there are situations where there may actually be like a cer- one occasion where the thing did happen, but people remember it and think it was the like the main thing. So I'm going to go into some examples of the Mandela effect or false memories as it was known prior to 2009. Right. So <clears throat> um, some examples are Henry VIII eating a turkey leg in a painting, but there is no painting where he is eating a turkey leg. There are cartoons and images now. Right, like caricatures. Because of that, yes. Because of people mentioning this, people made like joke ones. They're like, oh no, here it is. But the original painting that people were thinking of did not contain a turkey leg. I hear her. Uh, Another example most nerds will know. Luke, I am your father. Right, that's commonly misquoted. Yes, the the big example from Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. Many people remember Darth Vader as saying the famous line, "Luke, I'm your Luke, I am your wait, no, yeah, Luke, I am your father." Mm-hmm. But he actually says, "No, I am your father." Yeah, he never says Luke. I don't know how Luke turns in an or no turns in the Luke, but okay. I also Just... do think I couldn't find it as an example, but there was um people, a lot of people who claimed Darth Vader's name was Dark Vader. Something like that. Like, his name was not Darth. There's, like, a large mass of people who 
did not remember his name correctly. Huh. That I've like, never it's heard not of. Darth, and it's like, yeah, it is Darth. I've seen it. I couldn't find an example to use in this, but huh. I remember hearing it, and I was like, I don't think that's right. I'm not a Star Wars person, but I don't even think that's right. I remember when everyone's mind was blown when they found out that Vader was father in German. And so the <laughs> the big twist at the end of the movie was actually in his name the whole time. I believe it. Lots of stories do that. Alright, the next one is going to be Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. A famous scene from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, who's the fairest of them all, is another line that is commonly misquoted and believed to be the original, but the phrase is actually Magic Mirror on the Wall. Did you know that one? Yes. Okay. You just completely blanked out for a second. Sorry, I, so I, was like, I look like I'm zoning out, but I'm staring at you. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm on that screen. I forgot you got we were on. Screens. We're on the. I have us on the same window, but it's so large that you're like I'm here and you're over here. So it oh. looks like I'm zoning out, but I'm actually just staring at you. <laughs> My beautiful face. Let's see if I'm I can kidding, get us not. closer together. <laughs> All right. The next one is Oscar Mayer. The famous brand of hot dogs had some controversy at one point because many people claimed the spelling of Mayer was, oh, I gotta do this, Mayer instead of Meyer, or Meyer instead of Mayer. So people were thinking that it was spelled M-A-Y-E-R, but Mayer is actually spelled, wait. Meyer, Oscar Meyer Wieners. I goofed that, yes. Mayer is correct. The A is correct. May Meyer is not. So lots of oh, people wait, are what? thinking it was M E. I don't know. I'm I'm reading now. <laughs> My notes confused me because I was Google. Words. Google, tell me now. Okay. Oscar Mayer. The yes. No, it is. So uh, it says people claim the spelling of Mayer M A Y E R was M E Y E R Mayer, but Mayer with Who changed a is it? correct. No, that was that was an E. That's a Mandela effect. No, because I remember the Oscar Mayer wieners. Okay, sing the song. Don't actually sing the song. We don't have copyright. M A Y E R, but it was yeah. like it's still Mayer or Meyer in That's my why. head. I know. Well, me also trying to read in the two words separately. I'm Mayer, Meyer, Mayer, Meyer. Right. Like, oh, I'm confusing myself now. So that's so funny. That one. <laughs> but see, yeah, that's that's the thing. A lot of people remember things like that, and it, they remember it wrong. Yeah, no, I know it as Oscar Meyer, but I guess it was just always spelled Mayer. Yeah. Also, I think that's just because the way we pronounce it, we assume it sounds like it's pronounced. Yeah. Well, and I think the commercial even says Meyer. Oscar Meyer. We don't have copyright. I'm not singing it. Anyway, so do you know the location of New Zealand? I'm bad at geology. Geography? Okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you look at a map, you will see New Zealand southeast of Australia. Okay. But there was actually a large group of people who claimed that it was northeast instead of southeast. So they took a whole island and moved it. In I mean, heads. that could have happened. 
I, well, I don't think it happened on the map <laughs> or in the world. I don't think it moved that suddenly. No, it wouldn't be instantaneous. Okay. Now here's one that I, I actually can use as an example as one that may not actually be wrong. So, Bernstein Bears. The weird one is... Oh, this one is actually weird, I should say. is because I've seen both spellings on books. Oh. People would show proof of both. So there was a... There had to been a typo at some point on the book. Or like a misprint. Because there are people... Yeah, there are people out there who have both versions of the spelling. Bernstein Ooh. and Bernstein. Bernstein so and the, Bernstein. Yeah, the famous... The famous children's story, The Bernstein Bears, is remembered as the Bernstein Bears. As many people uh, see it that way, I guess, they pronounce it. I don't know. I remember reading these books, and I don't freaking remember what I read. Yeah, there is S-T-A-N and S-T-E-I-N. Yeah, Bernstein versus Bernstein. Right. So wait, which one's the actual one? Bernstein. S-T-A-I-N? The famous story Bernstein Bears is remembered as Bernstein Bears. Huh. Maybe that's another Meyer-Mayer thing where it just, it, you see Mayer, but you say Meyer. I think it's actually just some, somewhere, somewhere it was uh, probably misprinted. That also There are people have who happened. have Bernstein Bears and there are people who have Bernstein Bears. I saw someone who held up a book of both. Hmm. Like she had copies of both. Right. Oh, that or somebody fucked up their forgery. <laughs> Maybe. It could have also been something like that, where it was a boot, like a fake copy of it. Right. And they just spelled it wrong. Alright, so how about this one? Shazam. That's the big one. Yes. In the 1990s, people claimed to have seen the movie Shazam, featuring the actor and comedian Sinbad. But there is no movie by that name. There is actually Kazam. Right. I remember watching it. For some reason, I do remember it as Shazam, but I haven't seen that probably since I don't know when. Right. So it's just like, I, I didn't care. And I was like, you could tell me it was any other name. And I probably would have been like, yeah, sure, I've seen that at least once. I didn't know who Sinbad was. I don't know any of that stuff. All right, here's one. Pikachu. Do you know the misremembering? Uh, excuse me, ma'am. Sorry. I heard that. I just found a a video saying we found Sinbad's movie, but it's college humor, so it's probably not real. Oh, yeah, no, that's fake. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Pikachu. There are a large number of people who remember our little electric mouse as having a black tip tail in the show, but he's always had a yellow tail. I, for one, never remember seeing him with a black tip tail. There's a little bit brown, I think, on on his tail. No. I thought he did have a black tip tail tip tail yeah come to me pikachu pikachu where are you <laughs> oh no he's he got the brown at the base of his tail i'm looking at his yeah. booty oh okay you had his booty oh yeah mine's over there somewhere <laughs> but um yeah. he's over there on the couch I, that. I do remember there being a different version of Pikachu in the anime for an episode, but I don't remember him having a different colored tail. Yeah, I, like I thought shape, he had black. The shape of his ears had like a different shape. He has the black tip ears, and I know there was um the one guy who also had a Pikachu in like the beginning seasons, 
Right. Tell the difference between the Pikachu. They drew the one with like little spikes on the black part. Just as so you could tell the difference between Ash's Pikachu and the other guy's Pikachu. Or else you just have huh. Pikachu's on the screen. But like his tail was never black. Okay, we have one of Mickey Mouse. Many fans of Disney have memories of Mickey Mouse and suspenders. But apparently that has never been a part of his wardrobe. At least at the time of uh, him being made, I guess. I don't know. I can't picture Mickey off the top of my head right now. But I've also seen Mickey in various outfits from all kinds of like video games and drawings and all kinds of other things. So they're saying he doesn't have, or is it just shorts? He just wears shorts. He doesn't wear suspenders. He definitely had suspenders at one point. He was a train conductor originally. Maybe the black and white version had him? I don't know. I'm just going off what I read. Hmm. It told me he didn't have suspenders. We could Google it. But I will make a loud, large, uh, loud noise if I do that. Hmm. All right, so here's some other examples. So of a false memory example, we have Alexander Hamilton. There are many people who remember Alexander Hamilton as a president. But he was not a president. He was a founding father of the U.S. And many people believe that he possibly was a... Well, I'm thinking the reason why people think he was a president is because he's on money. Because for some reason, people think only presidents go on money. I'm guessing they've also never seen Ben Franklin on the dollars. No, that has to be a thing. Because when we... Do you remember the President's Project? Or did you have the teacher that had the President's Project? I think I remember that. Basically, she would give you a list of um, presidents. And... Mm -hmm. I had i think hamilton as one of my presidents and she's like he didn't he wasn't a president he wasn't on the list and i'm like no but he was but he's not he's a founding father he's not a president part of the reason why they think false memories like this exist is a neuroscience neuroscience explanation the memory of alexander hamilton is encoded in our area of the brain where memories of the presidents of the united states are stored which means by memory traces uh, stored in what is called an anagram, uh, the framework of similar memories associated with others, which is called a scheme. A scheme is a cognitive framework or concept that helps organize and interpret information. We use schemes because they allow us to take shortcuts in interpreting the vast amount of information that is available to the environment. But I just think it's because people don't know money. But then again, a lot of people probably don't see the Ben Franklin ones very often anymore, so. Well, I just don't use, on the bills. I don't use cast much anymore, so. That's true. I couldn't even right. tell you who was on a 50. Hey, maybe. Wait, is it I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Also, the YouTube clip that I found. Yeah. I think that is the the clip that everybody's seen claiming that Shazam, Sinbad played Shazam. Oh, Grant is on the $50 bill. Uh. I couldn't remember. There are old men who are dead, who cares? Oh, 
Alexander Hamilton, founding father of the United States. Alright, so another example that I mentioned before was misleading post-event information, which is information that can be learned after an event that can change your memory of the event itself. This is why some eyewitnesses' testimonies can be un um, unreliable. So we could use plenty of examples of that where the news stations frame certain things mm -hmm. to fit their narratives or certain presidents use a clipping and editing of photos to fit their narratives. Mm -hmm. Like I remember um, probably in the height of COVID, somebody yeah. had a photograph of uh, someone's garage with a bunch of, of like toilet paper and supplies and stuff. Yeah. That photo wasn't from the pandemic. That was from I, like a, a charity that. drive for stuff that was then yeah. donated. And oh, people wow. were using that photo to promote the narrative of people hoarding supplies. And people came after the, the people in the photo. And it was... And it was like, this photo was from five years ago. What yeah, are you talking about? Nobody, nobody actually looked at how old the photo was. They just took mm -hmm. it and started using it in the, the COVID news. Which is horrible. Yeah. That's terrifying. It is, because you never know. Like, people can say anything on the internet, and people fly with it. Mm -hmm. Like, you see plenty of people get berated on the internet just because someone started a rumor, or someone said something using, like, a photo that made no sense. It could have been a doctored photo or anything. Or even just many... digging through the past. That, too. You could have said something back in 2005, but because it's on the internet, people dig it up and use it against you now. So what I happened am. to Jenna well, Marbles. I know, which sucks. She was a great person, and she showed character growth. Yeah. Nobody's like, the same person they were mistake. 10 years ago. No. Well, they do with all kinds of celebrities and stuff, too, but they'll be like, oh, this tweet from 2006. Right. If there's Twitter was then. Was Twitter then? I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. I knew it was created <laughs> in our lifetime, but... Uh, everything was created in our lifetime. I know. Did... Social media. Something that made me feel really old is that we're older than Google. Google. I know. Well, I remember when I used to use the computer as a kid and there was no Google. No. You it was a blue it. screen, my and I just typed in numbers and it gave me whatever application I needed. Yeah. I don't think our first computer had access to the internet, maybe? I used I to have... have... It must have. I used to have a desktop in my room... Um, I used to have a desktop computer in my bedroom that just had, like, a couple of games on it and, like, word processor. Yeah. And <laughs> she's actively just like, let me out! Oh, no. <laughs> Miss Evie. Miss me. I'll have to repeat this another day. Um. My <laughs> uh, brain's gone. I forget what I was talking about. The computer in your bedroom. Oh, it had a couple of games on it and, like, word processor. And that was it. Yeah. And it was, like... I mean, for the most part, that's what most computers were back then. Yeah. You just, I just had like, it for years. And I played, like, two games. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I remember when I was a kid playing bar games. Which was, really like, the, an 8-bit thing. Uh, It was an 8-bit game of various bar games you would play. Like, it would... One was, uh, like, you would 
hold the space bar and try and control how hard you throw a thing of beer and you had to get to the right customer or something like that. It it was an it was an old game. <laughs> I'll Google it and send it to you later. I couldn't even tell you what the game I played was. I just remember that there was Oregon various Trail. Oregon Trail is one I remember from middle school and Lemmings. Elementary school. I didn't play. I remember Lemmings. I played it in elementary school. We didn't have computers in elementary school. Yes, we did. That was middle school. I had we had I had a computer class in elementary school. Schuler. I think it was. The teacher had cancer at some point. That was middle school. That was no. freshman year. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was middle in, school. In my in our elementary school, going into one of the corridors, I was slipping in, and there was a room of computers, and we had to learn how to type. I didn't learn. I didn't do any of that until middle school. Oh, I did it in elementary. Because we had one day of art, one day of gym, one day of computers, one day of music, and one day of something else. I can't remember. I must have blacked out on the computer days. Or I had something else to do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We didn't really have many choices in elementary school. We all followed the same schedule for the most part, just at different times. No, I know. I just, I don't remember computers until... Middle school with the colorful Macintoshes. I do remember those, but I don't remember ever taking computer classes with anything like that. Not like computer, typing. Typing classes. Am I thinking of... Now I don't remember. It was a very childish typing game. And it was these big, chunky computers. I don't even know if they were Macs. I think they were gateways. Oh, yeah, no. Ours were definitely the Macintosh, because it had the, like, clear-colored backs. Yeah, Yeah, okay. that was middle school. I know that for sure. Yeah, no, I don't remember doing typing in elementary. Huh. Lost memories. <laughs> <laughs> we could have. Uh, I just don't remember it. I uh, the most I remember. Of... I'm pretty. I may be messing up the teacher too. I may be confusing her with someone else. Schuler was, I think, definitely one of the art teachers. Now I'm thinking of a different person then. No. Let's see if I can. Ambrose. Ambrose was our art teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Shula, wait, was Shula the music teacher? She changed her name at some point because I think she got divorced. I don't the remember. The music teacher. I don't remember who. I know our computer, whoever our computer teacher was, I'm pretty sure passed away from cancer when we were in like middle school or high school. Hmm. I remember. I can ask my brother later because he had the same class. I'd have to find my yearbooks. Same elementary school. I don't even know if I still have those yearbooks. All right. So my next example for what could be Mandela effects is priming. So factors leading up to an event can affect the perception of the event. It's also known as suggestibility. Said I mess up my words. (laughs) Suggestibility or precept. Pre-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-sep-
So basically the way you question or the way you present a question can influence the response or a memory. Yes, that I know of from true crime stuff and leading yes. the witness. Yes. And then we have the alternate rela- 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 the alternate realities, which I did mention before about the quantum physics and all that stuff. So there's um, groups of people having the same memory in one timeline and then other people having other memories and other timelines and them intersecting. So many people think that this is realistic since um, alternate realities are unfalsifiable, meaning there's no way to disprove the possibility. Okay, <laughs> so let's test your brain. Which is not the <laughs> easiest thing to do. <laughs> she can't even remember me sometimes. I, I'm terrible. All right, so Jif or Jiffy? Jif. Yes. So people swear that Jif peanut butter used to be known as Jiffy, but this is probably people in the masses combining the idea of Jif with its competitor Skippy. Oh, okay. Okay, Looney Tunes, spelled T-O-O-N-S, or Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. They both sound right, but I think it's T-U-N-E-S. T-U-N-E-S. Yes. Yeah. Tunes. I think Looney Tooney was a thing. I think that was um the little ones. Yeah. They would say Looney Tooney, I think, or something like that. I don't remember what they were. Like um, I remember Looney Tooney, but I don't Looney Tunes because they were, I I, they did like phrase. music things, right? Maybe there were songs, I guess. I don't remember. In the Looney Tunes, I don't think it was primarily known for that, but okay. Uh, Curious George, did he have a tail or no? No, but it fucks me up because I remember a tail. I don't. I remember taking one class in elementary school, we would take home the Curious George doll for the weekend. Mm -hmm. I remember that doll never having a tail. Oh, weird. Maybe I just assumed he had a tail because he was a monkey. Maybe. That's probably what most people do. Alright, so sex in the city versus sex and the city. I think it's sex in the city. No. The story is about sex and the city. It's not about... Four, it's a show about four women's sex lives and their lives in the city. Not about their lives doing sex in the city. Oh. But I know so many people that will say sex in the city. Yeah. As the show. Completely meaning to say the other thing. It's just, I guess, sex in the city flows better than sex and the city. That's like, um... That's like a, a go-to mom, older woman kind of thing is to add syllables or letters on the end of things. Like J.C. Penney's. Um, J.C. Penney. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so how about this one? Febreze. How do you spell Febreze? Do you know? F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E. It's an S, isn't it? No, it's F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. People confuse the name with Febreze with two E's because it makes sense because Febreze. Right. But it's not spelled Breeze. Febreze. One E. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to pronounce it that way, go right <laughs> All right, how about this one? The Monopoly Man. Does he have a monocle or no? Yes. No. What? Oh, no, the Pringles guy. <laughs> Mr. P. No. The Pringles guy doesn't have a monocle either. <laughs> Mr. Peanut has a monocle. 
Okay, the Monopoly Man does not have a monocle, but pe- what happened is people are thinking that they combined the Monopoly Man with Mr. Peanut, who does have a monocle and a top hat. He was now a baby, I think. I was thinking, well, no. Well, he was a baby at one point. The current Super Bowl lore, he is back to life and he is a full person again. Oh, they okay. were doing yeah. like, um... That's some fast puberty. They were doing like a roast of the Peanut Man. Oh, okay. Do you know when Leonardo DiCaprio won the Oscar? For the bear what movie. Was his Oscar. Bear movie. What's the bear movie? Didn't didn't he wait? Just give me a year. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a couple years ago. Okay, yeah. So uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did win the Oscars in 2016, uh, where he won his first Oscar for The Revenant. Yeah, that's uh, the bear people... movie. I don't know what the bear movie is. It's him. <laughs> so The Revenant is about him fighting a bear in the woods by himself. He's oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, he's like stuck it. in a. Fo- I have. I didn't watch it, but he's okay. um. The, the like the main point of the movie, he fights a bear. Okay. Well, I learned something today. Um, but anyway, a lot of people think that Leonardo DiCaprio won an Oscar for his role in the Titanic. No. In What's Eating Gilbert Grape. But he never won Oscars for those movies. No, see, I know I the SNL skits. People made a skits. huge deal about it, too. Like, people made a huge deal when he won it. Because he, he didn't get one for Wolf of Wall Street, either. Or any of the other dozens of movies he's been in. I know. It's been, like, a running joke until The Revenant that he hasn't won an Oscar true and then he finally won one mm-hmm. all right so next we have a mosh character colonel walter radar o'reilly many viewers remember him dying but the character remained alive and was in eight seasons before he actually left the series i don't know if you've ever seen mash but apparently they killed the character without him actually dying oh <laughs> at least people who watched it they swear he died but he was in eight seasons of the show. He didn't die in the beginning. I don't know the... I, I watched MASH with my dad. I just don't know the character offhand. I don't think I watched MASH. I've heard of MASH. I've never watched it. It's funny. All right, here's well, it's military humor for... funny. True. Well, here's one for history buffs. The JFK car assassination. Do you know how many people were in the car? It was him, his wife... The driver and I think one other person? No? There were six people in the car. What? So history less yes. There are history lessons that most of us are probably too young to know because we obviously didn't see this stuff on TV like possibly parents or grandparents. So in real life in the real life tragedy, people misremember having four people in the car when JFK was shot, but there were actually six people. There were the driver Two secret, two secret service agents, the Texas governor and his wife, and then JFK and his wife. I'm pretty sure they were breaking some laws with all that, but... So yeah, there was uh, six people in the car. Oh, before. yeah. You know what it is? It's because the famous photo, um, you can only see... It's like, in a, it's like a long Cadillac. Yeah. A limo style, but not covered, obviously. Um, the famous photo of her, of Jackie leaning out of the back of the car, Mm. you can't see the driver's seat. So it looks like it's Uh. just the driver and one other person, 
but there's okay. another angle before he gets shot and you actually see the driver a middle row and then him and his wife are in the back seat there you go all right so here's one for i love lucy fans lucy you got some splaining to do mm-hmm. is a famous line by ricky but he never said that <laughs> i think i knew this one too i just <laughs> so in the show i love lucy it, um the famously known catchphrase of lucy's husband ricky ricardo was never actually said he never said the phrase lucy you got some splaining to do he was filmed saying splain if you can and lucy splain so people were just making up words i guess for him that must have been he another just misquoting right probably all right, so what is Corella's last name? Deville. How would you spell that? D-E-V-I-L-L-E. Good job. So a lot of people actually remember uh, or misremember the 101 Dalmatians from the 1960s as a misconception of her spelling, the misconception of spelling of her name. A lot of people think that Deville was actually spelled as D-E-V-I-L, which would be devil. Which would be more fitting for the character? I think that's on the license plate. I think so. I think that's why. I think it's on the license plate. All right. Oreos. How would you spell double stuff? Or how would you spell stuff, I should say? The double is the same. Isn't it S-T-U-F-T? No, it's S-T-U-F. For some reason, for double stuff Oreos, there's only one F. Many Oreo lovers may not pay attention, but there is a number of people who think that there is a second F on the packaging of the double stuffed Oreo. I thought it was double stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) That might be a different Oreo package. (laughs) (laughs) We know what you're thinking. (laughs) All right. Meet the Flintstones. While singing the catchy theme song for the Flintstones... Many people mispronounce or misremember the names. What? I started doing the Jetsons. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong show. I'm going to get into that one day. Okay. (laughs) All right. So a lot of people remember the name Flintstones instead of Flintstones. Yeah, no, it was Flint. Meet the Flintstones, meet the Flintstones, when it's meet the Flintstones. Yeah, because like Flint and Steel and... Or Flint. Yes, which makes sense to like me. Rocks. Why would people change it? Like Flint stones made sense. Yes, but I guess that's if you say it pronunciation. fast, you don't hear the T. No. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so you know the good old bear who tells you not to fight fires? Smokey? Yeah, what's his full name? Smokey the bear. Nope. Smokey Bear. Oh no V. Everyone says Smokey V Bear, but his name is just Smokey Bear. What? No. Yeah. Smokey the Bear. He well, I don't know. When I Googled it, the whole thing was his name is Smokey Bear. He wasn't actually Smokey V Bear. I love how you just keep There's gonna be lots of typing because I need proof. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, uh, even my cat. first search is Smokey the Bear. I didn't even finish typing it. Because everyone calls him Smokey the Bear. But his actual name is Smokey Bear. Smokey Bear home. I call propaganda. 
All right, so Kit Kats. Smokey Bear's got on Twitter. <laughs> Kit Kats. <sighs> what about him? How would, how would you spell Kit Kat? K-I-T. K-A-T? I just don't remember if there's a dash or not. There is not. So a lot of people actually remember being Kit-Cat, but it's just Kit-Cat. My brain wanted to put a dash, but I don't think there was. I feel like I would have, if I didn't know that, or if I didn't read this, I would have wrote with the dash. I still don't believe. What is it? Do you know the color Charoost? I may be saying that wrong. Spell it. C H A R T R Truce. Chartreuse. Chartreuse. Charcuterie. I was like, that's not charcuterie. At least she didn't say charcuterie. The Gucci board. All right, but yeah, Chartreuse. The color. What? How? Without googling it, how would you describe the color? That's why I didn't start typing it. <laughs> um, it's like a mauve. It's, it's like a grapeish wine color. No? Not, what the fuck not. is chartreuse? It's a green-yellow hue color. And when I googled it, I came up with alcohol. So that's why I told you not to google it. Because you weren't going to get a color. You were gonna, You were going to get alcohol. Ha, that's funny. Chartreuse color <laughs> is the next search underneath that. Yeah. Ew! Chartreuse, it's liquor. Wait! But a lot of people were taught it as a pink magenta color. It's close. Like, puce is more of what I thought chartreuse was. Puce? Puce. Yeah, there's a picture. Here, I'll copy it for you. So yeah, that makes me just think you're calling the color puke. It kind of does look like puke. Alright, so next one's going to be Silence of the Lambs. The famous line, hello, Cherie. Oh, well, not hello, Cherise. Hello, Clarice. Apparently never happened. He would greet her good morning versus his catchphrase that everyone remembers as hello, Clarice. He would just say good morning. Hmm. I sent you that picture on Discord. Perfect. Let me go look at that. I can understand what you're looking at. Yeah, it has chartreuse, cerise, and puce. Lots of. This is like a puke green color. That's nasty. Yeah, not fun. I definitely thought. I thought. What I thought chartreuse was is what they're saying puce is. Yeah. Alright, so back to Star Wars. Golden C3PO. Do you remember what he looks like? Mostly gold, but I think he had a silver leg. Correct. So most people, or maybe not the diehard fans, but a lot of people think that he was a fully gold robot, but he actually has silver on his right leg from the knee down. Yeah, because Anakin used to fix him with different parts. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, we got Cheez-Its or Cheez-Its. Which one's correct? Cheez-Its. Yes. Lord of the Rings, run you fools by Gandalf. Fly, you fools. Fly, you fools. Yes. How dare you misquote Gandalf. <laughs> I don't know who's doing it. I don't think I've actually re- watched Lord of the Rings, surprisingly. <gasps> my heart. I, I named my car Gandalf. Because he's Gandalf the Grey. I know who it is. 
Like, I know all the stuff about it. I just never sat down and watched the movie. Oh, they're so good. One day I will. Maybe we'll do a, a Lord of the Rings marathon one day when Evie's oh, old enough. My. Oh, that works. I'll wait till she's older. Yeah. All right. So where is Cinderella's castle at Disney World? Do you know? Like, what do you mean? Okay. So in uh, this memory, many people remember when they go to Disney World that the castle is near the entrance. But it is not. It is beyond Main Street in the Magic Kingdom. So people have memories of the castle being in a whole different location. But this is Disney World. I don't know if other Disney's around the world. Is, is this spot? I don't know. Our Disney? Like Florida Disney? I never know which one's which. I don't know, actually. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure... I have not been to Disney anything since I was Me neither. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I... I haven't been since, like, middle school. But, no, um... Went... Girl Scouts, I didn't go. High school, I didn't go. Oh, we didn't do a Disney... Uh, did we do a Disney trip? No. I don't know where you guys went for senior trip. or New York. Even went. It was a ferry. Oh. Uh, it wasn't all that, uh, um... Yeah. Wasn't all that great. <laughs> I, I believe it. I, do, I would not want to be trapped on a boat with the people in our class. Alright. Florida Disney map, Orlando. You just gotta search where's Disney World. It's either California or it's uh, Florida. Walt Disney World think... is Florida. Okay, so Disneyland is California. Yes. Then. Okay. Where's the entrance? I don't know. It just shows a map. It doesn't actually show you how you get in. That's how they get you. <laughs> There's <laughs> no exit. <laughs> I would love to do a deep dive on Disney one day. The amount of, like, employee stories. series on them. Right. Yeah. Mona Lisa smiles. A big one for art people. Many people, uh, many history buffs, I should say, Remember that the portrait by Leonardo da Vinci had a bigger smile than she currently has. No, it's like a very soft, delicate, like. To my knowledge, she doesn't smile. She has like the tiniest little smirk. But that's the thing is people remember her with a smile. No. To me, she's blank faced. Like some people have a natural smile in their lips, but that's just their face blank. Yeah, no, she has like. A resting bitch face. She has the beginnings of a smile. Like, she's about to smile at something. But she doesn't yeah. have, like, a smile. Yeah. Fruit Alone logo. Do you know what it looks like? I want to say it's a cornucopia. It is not a cornucopia. People recall a cornucopia of fruit spilling out for the logo. But the logo was actually just a pile of fruit. Oh. I personally remember a pile of fruit because my family wore Fruit of the Looms. So whenever I helped mom fold clothes, I saw the logo. Yeah, no, I definitely remember fruit. I just don't remember. I I don't. I want to thought. I don't know. I didn't know what a cornucopia was as a kid, so. <laughs> I just saw your Discord. <laughs> Do not disturb. Shh, recording. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fruit loops or fruit loops. So. Fruit two with spellings. two O's. Yes. Yeah. Fruit. A lot of people claim that it was spelt fruit loops, like fruit, but um, this is actually probably because of online claims that I saw, 
were it may have actually used to be fruit uh, may have used to be fruit but after lawsuits of false advertisements since there's no actual fruit in the cereal mm. they had to change it i wonder if you can search 90s fruit loops versus um current fruit loops my brain doesn't pick i say fruit loops but i can't picture it i ate them as a kid that's all i cared about is it was sugary and sweet I remember it being fruit as an OO because it was loops. Like it was the cereal. That makes sense. That makes sense in my mind. I mean, there's great oh, value yeah, yeah. fruit spins. We have another dead before he's dead one with oh. Abe Vigoda, uh, who is known for his roles in The Godfather, Fish and Good Burger, uh, who passed in 2006. But multiple reports of his death from different sources saying he died a decade prior. Huh. So, I feel like this happens a lot with celebrities, though. Due to, like, people making fake articles. Because I remember seeing, like, five articles of Jackie Chan dying throughout the years. Yeah, there's there's plenty and of And they're always fake. That's why whenever people, like, they start posting saying a celebrity has died... I immediately Google it to be like, is this real? Yeah. Because I don't believe just whatever people post on the internet. There was one a couple years ago that, like, it was, like, a, a pretty significant person. That's, I know people are posting Stan Lee and uh, when Alan Rickman died, no one believed it. Right. Like, things like that. Like, the big famous people. A lot of people don't believe. I'm pretty sure I've seen one where people claim Patrick Stewart died and he didn't die. Right. I forget what the one I'm thinking of. Okay. I'll randomly shout her name later. <laughs> I believe it. I think I did that It last could week. be in a couple days. Who knows? You're just going to message me one day. Just, the name. It was this! I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Alright. Um, Patrick Swayze's cancer cancer battle. So, actor Patrick Swayze succumbed to his pancreatic cancer in 2009, but there are a lot of people claiming they saw reports of him beating and recovering from cancer. Hmm. There's also people who don't realize Patrick Swayze died. No, I think I knew he died because he, like, fell off the map after after the couple of movies that he was in. Yeah, no, he uh, passed away in 2009. Apparently. Hmm. All right, now we have the Challenger explosion. Many people who were alive in the early 80s may remember this horrific explosion that took place just 73 seconds after the Challenger lifted off. Official date of the tragedy was January 28th of 1986, but there are plenty of people out there who swear the accident happened in 1985 or 1984. Oh. So I think that's another where it's missed memories. Yeah. Probably the media. Just something got messed up somewhere. I can message my mom and see when she remembers it. <laughs> I don't think you need to do that. All right. Now we have the Lindenberg baby case, which probably Lindenberg could be baby. a whole episode. Lindenberg? What did I say? Lindenberg. <laughs> Lindenberg. <laughs> I was going to say, what do you mean? Okay. Um, famous aviator Charles Lindbergh, a 20-month-year-old child, was abducted in 1932. It became widespread media sensation. 
even after even though a child's remains were found a mere two months later the killer was later convicted and put on death row many people though still speculate the case is not solved Mm -hmm. but they found a body they found a body but there's no there was no proof that it was the child's body because the kid went missing from a second story window See, this is why it could be a whole episode. Yeah, no, it definitely could. Um, there's we'll theories. There's there's a couple of different theories about it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When I read about it, uh, for for this at least, it made it sound like that they knew that the, ch- the child's remains that they found were the child. No, it was not. I mean, it was, like, confirmed. But it's similar to, like, um, uh, what's her face? Plenty of other. The girl. Christmas. Fuck is her name? Oh, uh, John Bonet. Yes, thank you <laughs> for getting my shitty description. Um, <laughs> it's 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 a similar situation to what happened with her. Yeah, I got a few more. Um, we got Mother Teresa. Many re- many re- blah, blah, blah. Mother Teresa. Many religious folks believe that the Catholic nun and missionary Mother Teresa was canonized by Pope John Paul II in the 1990s, while she was still alive. However, she was only canonized in 2016 by Pope Francis. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do I describe it? Isn't that like when they become, like... I know if it's not canon, it, like it's not part of the backstory. It's when they become a saint. Oh, that's what I was like. I didn't want to say it and be wrong, but I was pretty sure that was it. Gotcha, gotcha. Because a lot of people considered Mother Teresa a saint, but she wasn't. A, there, I guess she wasn't a saint until 2016. Most from what, if I remember correctly, at least from when I took CCD. Oh, God forbid. But um, a lot of the people who became saints. Hmm became saints as martyrs they died they only became saints because they're dead i i couldn't tell you i was raised christian i, I went to sunday school what was i everybody else had to go to ccd and i was like i want to go too not realizing everyone that had to go hated it yeah no i would have told you no don't do it <laughs> i hated it i just I got left out because you guys it. all got to hang out <laughs> would i hang out with i don't even know anyone in my classes no do you have to go too i think i had one year where i was in the same room as her oh but even then it's like that way we hung out i remember in towards the one of the later classes Mm -hmm. sitting in the corner drawing (laughs) or color it's like doing something other than that and they yelled at me for not paying attention i was like i'm just here because i'm required (laughs) i'm not here because i want an award I didn't want to be there. I literally said, I don't believe in this stuff. I don't want to do this. And I was told, you got to finish it. And I was like, why? So you can get married in a church. I'm not getting married in a church. Right. I don't even know if I'm getting married. Well, now it's not really a requirement anymore, as far as I know. Depends on the church you go to. Oh. If you want to get married in a Catholic church, both people have to be Catholic, I'm pretty sure. If you get married in a Christian church, I don't think it really matters. I think if you want to, like, there is some, like, loop around where they have to do something and then they can get married in the Catholic church. I'm sure there's like but a class or something. Paperwork and classes and blah, blah, blah. Like there, it's a, it's a process. We're going to go get married out in the woods. Let's go. Done. Me and you, let's go. 
Anyway, Neil Armstrong's death. Yes, this one he actually did die. Um, he may have been the first man to walk on the moon, but a large number of pe people still do not remember Neil Armstrong's death. It seems that many people have forgotten that the moon man passed away in 2012. There that late? People out there. there are people who think he's still alive. I didn't realize he died when we were in college. Yes. I'm terrible at history. I thought he was, like, long dead. Oh, jeez. You know, I'm... <laughs> I vaguely remember hearing something about it, but at the time, I really did not get the crack. I did not register um, it at all. The Gremlins movie, released in 1984, became a major cult classic. Mm -hmm. Even though some of the major, uh, most avid fans still swear that the name of the Gremlin was named Spike. Do you know what the real name of the villainous creature was? It's not Spike? Apparently not. According to this article that I had read, his actual name is Stripe. Stripe? Stripe. T-R-R-S-T-R-I-P. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a second. That's not Stripe. <laughs> Gremlins. I am DB. I am not the smartest person. <laughs> this is why my name is I always mess up my words. All right. Here's the last one I'm going to do. Sketchers. The famous footwear brand may have been um, may have been the late the latest trend in the early 1990s, but a lot of people do not know how to properly spell the company's name. Many believe, or at least some believe, that Skechers. Uh, the uh, believe it was Skechers. Sorry, I, I completely messed that one up. Okay. While some believe that it was Skechers with a T, which is why I keep screwing up my words because some of these words are just one letter different. <laughs> Uh, the truth is there was no T in the word. It is simply sketchers, not sketchers. Sketchers. It's hard to like enunciate the extra T. <laughs> oh fuck! It is strange. When I say sketchers. <laughs> but anyway, that's the Mandela effect. I know there are probably plenty of other examples. Like I know there's people out there in uh, one of Britney Spears' music videos who swear she has a plaid skirt when she has a black skirt on. So I know there's other examples. I tried to go to Twitter and things to get examples, but no one mm -hmm. responds to our Twitter. Go to our Twitter, people. Aww. We also have a Reddit now. We'll get to that later, though. Yeah. All right. So Maybe we'll reach out that. on Reddit, because I feel like Reddit people are a little bit more faithful. Twitter, I feel like, is not our audience. Barely so passed the buck off. So... We are going to run through this a little briefly. Um, I looked up my... We finally got a Gmail story, and I looked into it. It is called the Ong's Hat. Well, it's just Ong's Hat, New Jersey. Uh, a little history on the town before we get into the meat and potatoes of the town. It is a ghost town in Pemberton Township, Burlington County, New Jersey. It's located on Magnolia Road, west of the four-mile circle where New Jersey Route 72 intersects with Jersey Route 70. Although it was never more than one hut, Ong's Hut, it still appeared on some maps as of 2006. A road in the area is named Ong's Hat Road. It's also called the Budtown Ong's Hat Road. 
It was completed in 1929, replacing an earlier dirt path. The name of the place may have originally been Ong's Hut, referring to an overnight shelter built by a farmer of that name. A well-known folk story attributes the name to the, a local man who was a fixture at local dances, wooing women with his suave attire, especially his silk hat. The surname Ong was common among early Pine Barren settlers, and one of the earliest settlers' name was Jacob Ong. <laughs> one story of the origin of the name is that at one such dance, a jealous lover stomped on his hat, ruining it, and in frustration, Ong tossed it in the air, where it caught on a high branch of a pine tree. The hat remained there for many years, serving as a landmark which identified the small village. At least four other versions of this legend circulate. One version simply ends with his hat being stomped on, while the most widely circulated one ends with him throwing it into the tree. The other two hold that Ong was a tavern keeper who either painted a silk hat on his sign or threw his hat into a tree after getting angry with a woman. So that's like the kitschy name backstory. I swear this sounds so familiar. I... It like I don't know why. It's like I right there. But I like know I haven't heard of it. And maybe it was in one of the weird New Jerseys that we read. Maybe. I remember when Dee used to bring those to school? Yeah, that's probably it. it. It could be that. It's but definitely I mean, in I weird New Jersey. Oh well, yeah. Uh the name of the area predates the Revolutionary War. The location Ong appears on a 1778 map of Hessian encampments in Jersey. Uh, according to Forgotten Towns of Southern New Jersey by Henry Charlton Beck, Ong's Hat was a real village. According to Beck, around the 1860s, Ong's Hat was a lively town and served as a social center for the surrounding areas. It was known for the availability of alcohol, and one of the first arrests of a bootlegger occurred at Ong's Hat. Prize fighting was also popular. By 1936, Ong's Hat was still on maps, but nothing was there except a clearing, an abandoned shed, and bits of a brick and roofing suggesting houses had been there once been there. When Beck visited, he only found Eli Freed, a 70-year-old farmer, who moved to the area from Chicago. In the forward to 1961 edition of the book, Beck reports that Freed no longer lived at Ong's Hat and the additional legends concerning the village had emerged. A 1968 letter published in New York Times, written by Ong family descendant, claims reports of an actual town are a misnomer. Instead, he says his ancestors lived in Little Lake Harbor in the 17th century and transported their grain to Burlington, New Jersey, for grinding. They built a hut midway through the route where they could rest overnight, and according to the letter, the name's Ong, Ong's Hut was added to the map and gradually corrupted to Ong's Hat. So there's another Mandela misnomer for you. There you go. <laughs> in 19- We've been here. Maybe. Well, I'm seeing towns I know nearby. Right. And I think we we went for a drive randomly towards that area. I so wouldn't I doubt it because they said it's uh between 72 and 70, and we've definitely yeah we've definitely been yeah. out here. We went on an adventure towards Pemberton once. Right. Wait. 
We can go for a drive one go day. Go to sleep. For pictures. Hey. No, Vector, no. I know, you're so happy. Hey, Vector. Go to sleep. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> In 1944, book Jersey Genesis, Beck himself says in reporting on Ong's hat he fell for elaborate traps and that the story had he had earlier repeated was a fairy tale. He then subscribes to the explanation that the name is a corruption of Ong's Hut, a stopover point for a farmer from Little Lake Harbor. So that is just a little quick backstory about the town. That was never a town. I 100% think we were there. Most likely. Because of the Wawa that's nearby looks familiar. Probably. And if I just scroll a little bit to the right... I see our town. <laughs> so. So into the meat. Less than an hour away. Oh yeah. It's like a 45 minute drive. I was looking it up before. The meat of this story actually comes from a conspiracy theory surrounding a group of renegade Princeton professors who had conducted quantum physics and chaos theory experiments to discover a new theory for dimensional travel using a device called the egg and were camped out in a parallel world. This story is introduced through two documents in Cunabala, in Cunabula, a catalog of rare books, manuscripts, and curiosa, conspiracy theory, frontier science, and alternative worlds, and Ong's Hat Gateway to the Dimensions. The story is said to begin in 1978 when a man named Wally Ford brought over 200 acres of forested land and set up an ashram. This ashram was built for seekers of spirituality, politics, tantra, and psychopharmacology. The ashram was a place for Princeton physicists, among the other accredited scientists, to perform experiments involving interdimensional travel. It was rumored that they were trying to train the human mind to manipulate quantum physics and reality itself. A device called the egg was developed in the late 1980s by the scientists and physicists. This device was created as a variety of a sensory deprivation chamber, and it was used to help them determine when a wave becomes a particle. However, during a test one day, something unexpected happened. It disappeared. The young man who was inside the egg, when it disappeared, explained that in seven minutes, the egg was gone. He had traveled to another alternative dimension of the Earth. This other planet was exactly the same as the Earth, but did not, ha did not contain human life. Throughout the years, they continued their experiments. However, when military efforts threatened, to threatened the research being done by the physicists and scientists, they had to move their site somewhere else. Piece by piece, they moved their ashram to the other Earth. They left behind only the house when the house where the gateway between the worlds is held. The only time the people who live in the ashram return is when they need to restock supplies. Hmm. 
So the pin that deflated my whole story is this is made up. It came out, I don't know when it came out, but basically in the early days of the internet, um, I forget the man's name. Hang on, I just closed my window. Fuck, get back here. Kind of like, uh, it makes me think of like Slenderman. How everyone believes that Slenderman yes. is a real like, urban legend, but he, it was just made up by a college kid. Right, so very similar. Um, I think Wally Ford was the right person. I just watched a video on it earlier today. So basically what happened was um, the guy that made the pamphlet, the Incubala, and uh, the webpage, and like started posting in forums and groups about, he posed himself as an investigator. And basically how he controlled the narrative is that he would, when he had like a breakthrough, he would then post on these forums and chat rooms in the early days of the internet. Yeah. And he would basically say, you know, here's the stuff that I found out. Here's more information. Here's more information. And then the Incubala came out and it kind of took on a life of its own. So very similar to Slenderman, it started as just a project where he was pretending to be this online persona that was creating this place, um, but it never existed. And the story that he was crafting, people started acting like they were from this place and part of the cult that went to the other dimension. Okay. So it started to have its own life and it got to the point where like he had to stop because he was starting he was starting to get harassed in real life and people were trying to come after him to get into the cult thinking that you know he had an in or a part of it or whatever yeah and he like he basically had to come out like now he won't do interviews or anything about it obviously he wants nothing to do with it but he created this whole other place and it never there was, I mean, if you can believe it, if you want, but there was never an ashram. There's no other dimension. But yeah, as fun as interdimensional travel would be, it actually sounds very similar to um, Stranger Things. Yeah. And the sensory sensory deprivation tank, the other dimension, um, things that didn't exist because the like shadow government uh program that Mm -hmm. uh 11 came out of that just up and disappears out of nowhere (sighs) tired but yeah that was our little journey into ong's hat hut hat hat hut the hat hut interdimension travel would be cool though and i definitely think you have fun with that. <laughs> I'm not going. I just think it sounds cool. But I definitely think that uh, there is... Like, I love the idea of alternate dimensions and, like, alternate timelines that flip-flop back and forth depending on how people fuck it up. Um, and there's also, like... Uh, there's a lot of 
brain shut off. Hang on. I don't know. Proof? Examples? There's a lot of examples of time travelers. And I love seeing photos of like 19 whatever 1800s photos where it's like very obviously in 1800s photos and there's like a guy with a camera or like a, a cell phone or something which very much could be photoshopped but like it's fun yeah. to think about and it sounds like when they do little boo-boos when they're filming like historical things yeah like a picture someone forgot to put like their phone away or something you just see a phone sticking out like this historical outfit it's like oh crap it's like the starbucks cup in the game of thrones episode yeah. <laughs> well i think um there's like a behind the scenes like bridgerton or something and someone had like their phone in a pocket or something yeah <laughs> like i don't think the phone was visible but you know what was in their pocket just from the shape right it's very clearly a, a cell phone brick. So, it was our little adventure into Ong's hat. Uh, I wish I had more. I wish it was a little bit more in-depth. Yeah, no, you, you definitely... <laughs> the Mandela stuff was some fun, though. I definitely yeah, love... your mind. I love the alternate realities. I'm sure there's plenty more. Like, if you guys know of any... Like interesting ones. Yeah, send us your favorite us. Mandelas. Send on Instagram, send on Twitter. You can send it on our Reddit now. Or, or Gmail. Or email us. And make sure you follow because we can't get uh, sponsors on Anchor until we hit 100 followers. Yeah. So even if you're just like leisurely listening, give us a follow because then A, you'll know when our episodes come out and B, we get the supporters and then we can start maybe making some money off of this and doing this a little bit more regularly. Yeah. I know I know a few people who don't know when we post because I just have to remind them today. Uh, hey, make sure you hit that follow button. Yeah. And if uh, whatever you're listening to this on has a review, Feel free to leave us a review. Yeah. And actually, I'm going to start checking the um, the different platforms to see if we have anything oh, on them. Have we 100 yet? I have to double check. It's taken a sweet time on updating. Yeah. Because we were at 99 listens. For like so two long. Weeks ago. It was like two or three days after I was still checking. It was still... Go to sleep. Is it my robot or my child? <laughs> 103! It finally updated. Well, we missed the 100, but whatever. So yeah, it's and we're up to 12 one. followers on Spotify. So make sure you're hitting that follow button. Subscribe. Make sure you know when we're posting, because we're not giving up on this anytime soon. I hope not. No, this is fun. I have hopes. I have hopes. Well, we hope you guys have a wonderful night, and we'll see you next time. Yes. Of course. Goodbye. Wait, wait. Oh. We didn't do, we didn't do Cat or Kid. Cat or Kid. I don't know if cat I have any this week. Um, oh, no. Um, I got to say, why are you naked yesterday? Why are you naked? <laughs> <laughs> um, Where did you get that from? What are you eating? What are you eating? That's a big one. Um, why do you smell? Somebody had a big fart today. <laughs> no, my cat just smells sometimes. <laughs> he has skin issues. Oh, the poor little bubs. But yeah. But yeah. So, 
follow us, listen to us, send us emails, send us stories. Interact uh, we with have us. We have the Reddit, so if anyone wants to share a story, feel free to send it to us on Reddit, mm-hmm. and we'll just share it from there. Do do make sure though that you are not putting personal information or names or anything like that. No, if you have we don't want a personal story, please change your names or at least leave us a note to say, "Hey, don't share my name." Because we'll just change your name if you, if we don't if we think it's a real name. True, we could do that. Or we'll we try, we'll do. They just come up with a random name. Or like, I was gonna say Tony and Ryan when they do the um, Schmeve uh, Schmevelson. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm bad at improv. Yeah, send send us stories. <laughs> you can email them to us. Do it on Reddit. Uh, I don't think you can send it to us on the other platforms because they're very limited in character space. But you can DM on Instagram. That is true. So if you're using Instagram, that is, that's a lot of typing. But like. If you, if it has to be, or even yeah, just send us something you're interested DMs. in, like the the story yeah. I read today was a Gmail from my dad. He sent us. Yeah. Um, I got a suggestion from a friend article. that I'm gonna start looking into. Yeah. Even send us stuff that you want us to look up. Yeah. I'll do a little research. I don't mind. Give us stuff. She just has to work on her research. I'm three stories ahead of her, I think, right now. I will procrastinate forever. <laughs> I try not to. Back. We keep trying to get backlog and it's not working. No, people. it's not. I have no time for anything. Uh, neither do I. But anyway, have a good night. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our tales. We hope to have satisfied that creepy itch. Follow us on your favorite podcast app and look out for us on socials at CreepyCutiesPod. No spaces. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Just look for the voodoos. Farewell. Goodbye. Where's the button?